gentlemen, welcome to Movie Breaks. Hello everyone, welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net that manages to be Fifty Shades of Awesome without beating women. I'm Eric Marner. And I'm Eugene Weaver. How's it going, man? Good, how are you? Good now. Oh, not bad. It's, it's been a yeah. day, but yeah, we're we're good now. Yeah, agreed. Uh, <laughs> definitely ready to get the show on the road. Yep. <clears throat> And we have, uh, of course, another huge episode. We're going to be doing the roulette, another blind episode uh, round, and we're going to do our next section of the top 100, which will be honorable mentions 1 through 25, and then we'll get into recently watched. Okay, let's start right off with the roulette. Last episode, it was The Iceman from 2013 versus Barbarian Sound Studio, and... Well, don't you, I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, Barbarian Sound Studio is another movie. I'm not going to get into the, all the technical aspects. I'm going to just hit on the movie as a whole, what it was about. Um, uh, guy from, uh, I believe, Germany. Some, some, uh, some European country goes to Italy to help work on a horror movie being shot at in the sound stage. And uh, it's basically an hour and a half of weird they are going for a, a Italian giallo type movie but without mm-hmm. but without the killing and without um, without much of anything other than very very artsy well shot scenes I guess mm-hmm. uh, so this, this, by the way this is a thumbs down big thumbs down um, okay uh, I think that this would appeal to a certain demograph uh, it's very art house ish. Um, but if you're going in expecting a horror movie, it's not that at all. Uh, it, it has touches of maybe David Lynch a little bit, but even that is giving it almost too much credit. It's just, it's just weird and boring. I it was it was weird and boring to me. Uh, that's uh, too bad. The, yeah. the trailer looked really good, and it reminded me of that. You know, like I said before, that Strange Colors or uh, the Rainbow Darkness yeah. movie, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still waiting for someone to get to get. A, a, a reimagining of a of a classic Jalo right, and thus far no. I, and this one here, why is it so hard? I, I yeah, I know. Like this thing, this thing here had all the potential in the world. The acting is good, the production values are great, the music was good. Every, I mean, the the production values values were great. It was just boring. I'm like, I, the guy is slowly, I think, going kind of insane, but. Slowly. Uh, is it one of those where you're it, maybe he's insane? Maybe these things aren't happening, but maybe yes. they are. Yes, uh, that's that. That I is hate. this movie. Yeah, that's this movie. Uh, I hate that. And I uh, hate that. Yes, and it's like all that they would have had to do to make this movie good is actually to literally throw a black gloved killer into the movie. Big thumbs up. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, it was just a very slow moving psychological drama and. Yeah, no, no thanks. At least for me. The, but I will give it props for being very well shot, and I do think that it's it's not like it's a total turd. I think that there are people out there that would probably really enjoy this movie and appreciate it for the technical aspect of it. Right, I got you. So okay, I'm hmm, I'm still debating. I might give it a shot. I might just kind of leave it to rot on the queue until I see. It's about to be removed, or I'm really in the mood for giving something a chance like that. I, I might just kind of let it linger there for a minute. Sure, yeah. Um, but I'm not going to be watching it anytime soon. Okay, <clears throat> on my side, I had The Iceman from 20, 
Well, my notes say 2013, IMDb says 2012. At any rate, true story of Richard Kuklinski, the notorious contract killer and family man. When finally arrested in 86, neither his wife nor daughters had any clue about his real profession. Uh, and this is starring Michael Shannon. Great actor. And Chris Pine. And James Franco, I don't even, and Winona Ryder. I don't know why Franco has third billing, because he was in it for about five minutes. Um, but Chris Evans was great in it. Michael Shannon, of course, was fantastic in it. Pitch perfect. This is getting a thumbs up. This was a good movie. Uh, it was worthy of the praise that I've heard of it from before. I see on IMDb it has a 6.9 out of 10. I'd give it that ballpark, probably 7, 7.5. Oh, uh, good. Something like that. Yeah, it was a good movie. If, do you remember uh, Donnie Brasco, Johnny Depp? Oh, yeah. Similar to that kind of feel, except without the cops. No undercover cops or nothing. It's just this guy becoming a contract killer and is this, pretty much being a psycho. Is this guy, um, is he the one that, I saw a documentary a long time ago about a guy that was, I think, on death row um, where he was giving cyanide to hospital patients. Is this that guy? No, no, okay. no, no, no. This is a guy that was working for bad people. Okay, and gotcha. And was just killing people and chopping them up just for money. It was okay, gotcha. very straightforward. But uh, you definitely want to check this one out. This was a, this was a good movie. Good. Very easy thumbs up. Um, I wouldn't go masterpiece on it or anything, but um, it's it's definitely a one to watch. Uh, for sure. And this is why we do the roulette. Now, I know, okay, that's definitely what I want to watch, and Barbarian, probably something that you'll want to skip, or yeah. maybe maybe give a chance on a, on a rainy day where it's like, eh, we'll see. Yeah, all right, I got you. Okay, uh, let's move into the next round, because okay. I have a bunch of weird movies that I'm about to throw at you, but I'll let you go ahead and go first, since I okay. just did a review. Okay. Um, well, actually, you know what? I want you to go first this time, just because I think okay. you went, I went you went first last time. I'm just I'm very you had me That's curious fine. as far as what my <laughs> what my choices are. That's fine. We can, I have no yeah. problem with that because yeah, uh, I've, I've okay. got a bunch. I've got a bunch of I don't want to say funny ones, but mine are are very interesting. <laughs> oh no! Are you not throwing me comedies? Or... <laughs> oh no! There's no comedies in the mix here, okay. but they're just they're, it, you'll get a kick out of it. It's an all comedy horror uh, roulette round. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, um, I've got uh, some extra picks here because uh, a lot of these happen to be horror, and I figure that uh, um, you've probably seen most of them. And if we run through this list, then I've got the backup oh, yep. list that yep. you're just going to have to suck it up. Um, <laughs> most of these are from 2014. Oh, good. And I'll bet this one, I'll be surprised if you're not throwing my way, in which case we're going to end up both watching it. Uh, Honeymoon from 2014. Hmm. Was that on your list? No, that was. I almost put it on my list because I heard it got good reviews. Uh, but I had uh, one, two, three, four, five. I already had six. That was going to be number seven. Ooh, wow! I yeah. figured we'd both be watching that this week. Well, this one is on your list. Okay. And the trailer looks awesome. Okay. And it's starring um, uh, what's her name? Come on, Rose Leslie. She's from Game of Thrones. Oh. Yeah, okay. Uh, the redhead crazy chick from yes, North of the Wall. Yes, yeah. yeah. A newlywed couple finds their lake country honeymoon descend into chaos after Paul finds B wandering and disoriented in the middle of the first night. Look kind of supernatural, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're going crazy, maybe you're not one of those. But yeah. it has been getting pretty decent reviews uh, from what I've been hearing. Now, whether or not uh, yeah. that turns <laughs> out to be accurate, who knows. But uh, Okay, next up is Summer of Blood. Summer of Blood. Yes. This one, I guess it's rated as a comedy horror. 
Uh, Eric Sparrow is one of the lucky ones. He got into a good job, stable relationship. He lives in one of the greatest cities in the world. Does he deserve it? Probably not. He's not... Man. The Netflix... Uh, of course, the Netflix breakdown is three sentences, and the IMDb plot synopsis is three paragraphs. <sighs> and this is a horror movie? Comedy horror, it says. That one kind I mean, of... This, it gives away everything, but it had some. It has decent reviews and score and. Um, oh yeah, no kidding. Oh boy, yeah, that's. Uh, ooh, I don't boy, know you really much about it, but you've thrown two. I didn't even see that one on uh, on Netflix. You've thrown two good ones my way so far. Good deal. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> next up is a thriller called "The Two Faces of January." Uh, a thriller centered on a con artist, his wife, and a stranger who flee Athens after one of them is caught up in the death of a private detective. Now, normally I probably wouldn't toss this at you, except got good reviews again, and it's starring Viggo Mortensen, Kirsten Dunst, Oscar Isaac, just to name a few. So that's a, g- a good cast. Um, Dang on. Done anything else that I've known? Um, why does? No, oh, that's weird. He must have had a role. The director must have had a role in Drive. I know he didn't direct Drive. There's no way. Okay. Anyway. Um, again, we're, and we're staying all within 90 minutes with all these so far. Yeah. And next up, from also from 2014, Catch Hell. Now we're starting to dip down a little bit into the uh, <laughs> softness. But, starring Ryan Phillippe. Oh, but I saw I, that one on there. I, I, yeah. li- I like Ryan Phillippe. Oh, me too, like, me too. bad cred, but I like him. Um, drama thriller, washed-up Hollywood actor Regan Pierce is kidnapped by thugs on the way to work in Shreveport, Louisiana. Trapped in a swamp hut, his kidnappers torture and blackmail him, hijacking his Twitter account and threatening to upload compromising material. Um, who knows? Who knows? Oh, directed by Ryan Phillippe Yeah, as well. no kidding. I, I like him, by the way. I... I do too, man. That one he did with the computer hacking, that movie, uh, do you remember that one? Um, oh, shoot, what was it? Um, it also had the, uh, the, man, I am just drawing a blank. Why don't I click on his name? <laughs> Lincoln Lawyer uh, is the last movie I remember him in, and I thought he was really, really good in Lincoln Lawyer. With Matthew yeah, McConaughey. What was he, oh yeah, he was the, was he the, what he role was a, did he play in that? He was, he was a scumbag in the movie that, that gets McConaughey to defend him. You're right. That was good. Um, come on. Where are you at? Dang it. Uh, oh, he wasn't Crash. I forgot about that. Antitrust. Yes. That's a good movie. Yeah. I, I, I think it's underseen, but I, I like that movie quite a bit. Uh, okay. Anyway, moving on. And I, I'm not sure if I threw this one at you before and you said you liked it. The Deaths of Iron Stone. Did you, did uh, yes, you see I, that one? I did watch okay. Actually, that was one I was going to talk about tonight. Okay, good, because yeah. I couldn't remember if I had tossed that at you before or not, but that one looks really sweet. Okay, yeah. uh, now we're getting into stuff that is not 2014, so good chance you've already seen it. Uh, Nightmare Man from 2006. Yeah, watched it. Terrible. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and whenever you start doing that, I start going older in the hopes of... <laughs> Either totally hosing you because you watch every horror movie, or <laughs> uh, from 1988. Ooh, Jack's back, starring 
James Spader. James Spader, yeah. You know, um, if I did watch that one, it was back in the VHS days, back at Video Connection. But I, I remember that title, and that's about like the reincarnation of Jack the Ripper or something about... A serial killer in Los Angeles celebrates Jack the Ripper's 100th birthday by committing similar murders. Yeah. I think Eric Red directed that one, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Uh, nope. Rowdy Harrington. Did, uh, can you see who wrote the movie? I'm pretty sure Eric Red wrote... Uh, Rowdy Harrington also okay, wrote it. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm not sure why I was thinking Eric because Eric Red directed, uh, the werewolf movie with, uh, Hemingway, uh... Yes. Yeah. Bad Moon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. Mm, body um, par- I think Body Parts is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. With, with Jeff Fahey, you see. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But anyway, anyway. Uh, uh, James Spader... Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, and I had to laugh too when I watched the trailer. Uh, Palisades Entertainment presents, and that just tickled me because I was like, "Ah, oh, Palisades! I haven't yep. seen that logo in yep. in probably fifteen years." Yeah, back in the back <laughs> in the back in the Canon days. Yes. Uh, okay, one, two, three, four. That's five. Yeah, I've got I've got plenty. I mean, you that was okay. that was a great assortment of movies there. Even that Jack's back sounds interesting. I may have seen it, but I it would be one that. If I'd start to but, watch, I, I don't think I have actually. I think that I was thinking of body parts uh, mm, for some reason. Well, but, all of these will be going up on the list. Yeah, uh, I, I think they all looked that good. Definitely. So we'll, see. well, okay. For so, honeymoon is definitely going to be number one. But I'll tell you what, number two is right behind that is that summer of blood. I actually I'll write down the list. Well, no, no, no. Number three will be catch hell. Okay. And then four will be. But I would almost, <laughs> I would almost guarantee I'm going to watch all four of those right there. Uh, nice. Yeah. In fact, if I if I would have it to do, my, if I'd have it my way, I would throw one or two of those right back at you for your blind. Because <laughs> um, all a, of them, but all of them, but Summer of Blood. Don't don't throw me that one. Okay. That one was a long shot. But I was okay. like, well, I'm horror no, guy. I'll oh yeah, I'm totally gonna watch that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be a gem, and if yeah, it's I a know. gem, I'll, yeah. I'll give it a shot. But okay, okay, uh, your turn. <laughs> okay, we're gonna start with. Uh, bear with me here one second. Okay, there it is. 1996. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. This uh, is going to have blood in the title, isn't it? No, but blood is in the movie. <laughs> There's <laughs> copious amounts, I believe, uh, probably. Uh, Brian Usna, directed and written by Stuart Gordon, is The Dentist. Oh, no. <laughs> An extremely successful dentist goes off the deep end after he catches his wife cheating on him. Yeah. You haven't seen this? I don't believe I have. Lind, uh, Corbin uh, Burnson is Burnson. in. Have you, uh, Ken Forey's in this. Have you seen this? No, no. I, don't okay. believe, I, I doubt it. Uh, you know, I, if I, it's another one. If I did, it was back in the VHS days, and I'm like, you know, I don't remember anything about it if I did. Uh, so it's going on the list. So there's Okey-dokey. that. Okay, and then the second one. Corbin uh, Burnson, we're off to a start. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, then the next one is directed by Brian Usnitz, The Dentist Part 2. <laughs> you put <laughs> you putting both of them? Are you seriously putting both of them on? I am, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. you know I'm going to love the first one so much i got to yeah, stick around I'm, for the thrilling oh, sequel. Yes, exactly. And, and this one here is about a dentist that kills people. So... <laughs> okay, so there, there's, there's those. Yeah. We got two I haven't seen. Yeah, the next one is The Dentist 3. The, the, <laughs> okay, and then the next one, let me get my list here, is a movie called Apartment 143. 
Uh, let's see here. And I'm just going to tell you, uh, we've got a whole bunch of horror this week for you, mainly because last That's last fine. week it was, yeah. Uh, this is only 80 minutes long. A team of uh, parapsychologists try to figure out a strange phenomenon occurring in an apartment building. Sounds cool. It might be found footage. Uh, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but um, some good reviews, some not good reviews. It could be a gem in the rough. I don't know. It's only 80 minutes long, so. Hmm, that's, and, yeah. And it's a newer movie, so. Um, Okie doke. Okay, and next up, and I'll, uh, by the way, uh, most of these are on my on my queue, so that's, I'm, I'm just wanting to. Sure. Uh, next up <laughs> The is... proctologist. Yeah. <laughs> Part three. Part three. Not, uh, not one or two. Part three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one is Apartment 1303. Oh. <laughs> what, what is happening? Uh, uh, let's see here. A modern ghost story which turns a love-hate relationship between mother and daughter into a tale of horror. Some rentals are too good to be true, you see. <laughs> Oh, we keep forget. I forgot all about the taglines. Yeah, me too. Me too. But this one here stars the always fantastic Rebecca De Mornay. Uh, so there's that. Are, well, really, I'm looking at the wrong one. Then this must be a remake. Yeah, this is from uh, 2012. Yeah, there's okay, also well, a, there's, an, a, there's a 1303 from 2007. Yeah, no, this one here is from 2013 or yeah, uh, yeah. 12. So. Okay. Hold um, on, let me see here. Apartment 13. Oh, on my bad. I picked apartment thirteen oh three, and I should have been apartment thirteen oh three three D. Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh, Judas. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next up, <laughs> uh, to, from two thousand five. I think I may have thrown this year away, but you didn't pick it. Is the nun? <laughs> yep. See Some... now, if this would be from like uh, nineteen seventy four, um. I would totally pick it. Yeah, but what? Which one is it? Because I have multiples. This is two thousand. Just... This is from two thousand five. Years after graduation, the alumni of a girls' Catholic school are terrorized by the ghost of a sadistic nun from their high school days. It might suck, but again, it might not. So, um, uh, what's the? Is this one subtitled? Um, this one here is um, probably probably this looks yeah. all Spanish. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is, to go along with our, our two-part, like, parts one and two, and, like, very similar, is The Sinful Nuns of St. Valentine. <laughs> now we're talking. 1974. <laughs> now we're talking. Set during the Inquisition, this erotic horror flick follows a depraved uh, abbess and her novices who dive into the murky waters of insanity and lust. <laughs> So, you know, there, there are a lot of movies that we've talked about it before. There are a lot of movies that I don't put on the roulette because I'm like, well, I don't want to click on that because I don't want it in my recently watched uh, for my family to see that I've been watching. And there are uh, plenty of covers that I don't throw on here because I'm like, well, Eugene ain't going to pick that because of that cover. It'll, it'll show up in his roulette <laughs> or his cue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have just kicked the door open. So that, <laughs> oh, here we, you're like, okay, here we go. Here we go. If this if this kind of this kind of craps on the table, we really are going Fifty Shades <laughs> of something. Oh, uh, so but I I, I kind of got a kick out of that. I'm like the dentist part one and two, an apartment. Yeah, whatever. No, that's and, good. And then the nun ones. So yeah, yeah. There, there you go. Have at it. Sinful. I got to write this down. Sinful nuns of something something. Okay. Yeah. 
Wow, dude. <laughs> I want to take another look at this apartment 143. One of these... So one of these is... Um, I have found footages. I think that 143 is found footage, and then the apartment 1303 is probably a regular movie. But Have you seen the original 1303? I have not, no. Hmm. But both of those apartment movies have been on my list, and I'm like, okay, let's... let's, One of us should eventually dive on one of them. Sure. I'm going to take 1303, and then I'll take 143. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure why that just sounds funny. (laughs) And then Dentist and, Part 2, and then Part 1. And then Part 1. I'm going to watch them in reverse order. Yeah. Um, I'll take The Nun last. Just in case. Okay. I guess not last doesn't really matter. Uh, hmm. Okay. Apartment 1303, the remake. We'll see how that yeah. is. Yep. You never know. Hey, it's it's all it, it, all these movies. It, you're looking for those gems in the rough. I know, I understand. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, we, it's quite a collection we have for this this roulette. That's awesome. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I was very impressed with your... Uh, that's a good list that you threw my yeah, way. Yeah, I hope there's something good in there. I, oh, that Honeymoon, yeah. I think, will be good. Summer yeah. of Blood, it's, I think that's the longest shot on there. Yeah, and for me, as soon as I saw the picture, I'm like, oh, that's me, added. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, more- I'm sorry I didn't have a good synopsis. The, the synopsis on Netflix was good. Uh, the one on IMDb was horrible. Uh, so yeah. I, I just remember reading it on Netflix going, that ah, sounds pretty decent. Yeah. Okay, let's move to our next round of the top 100. All uh, right. This is February, our second entry. So we're doing honorable mentions. Uh, first we did honorable mentions 26 through 50. Now it's time to do the next round, which is 1 through 25. But we'll do them in reverse order, obviously. 25 through one and we'll try to do we'll do five at a time back and forth and try not to spend too much time on it unless it's a lesser known movie yeah um a lot of i'm starting to get into very well-known movies so i'm not going to sit here and give you the breakdown of movies that have won oscars yeah i'll give you the synopsis but uh anyway okay so we're going to go five at a time then, okay. Yes, let's go five at a time. And, and if if it's something a little bit unusual, go ahead and give us a little bit of a synopsis on it, break it down. Otherwise, we'll just keep moving. Okay. Or or maybe, you know, a little a couple of thoughts why you, why it's on, made the list for you in that spot. Okay. And so on and so on. Um, uh, whose turn is it? What, let's you, see. You just gave me. I'll go ahead. And go yep, first. go for it. Mm, okay. Number 25. Now, now things start getting serious because we're getting down into... Um, I actually had to cut another one because I thought of another cool movie that I really like and it had to go in somewhere, so I crammed it in here and I ended up having to a 26th that I had to just lop right off the end because yep. we already have set in stone our previous um, <clears throat> entries. Uh, okay, so number 25, Cabin in the Woods. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, genre bending. Um, if even if you're not a horror fan, this I've shown this to non-horror people, and they quite enjoyed this movie. We're really happy that they own it. Uh, number twenty-four, The Usual Suspects, and the reason ah. this fell fell down kind of uh, a little further than a lot of lists is because upon repeat viewings, it has a tendency to fall off a little bit because you already know it's coming. That's the problem with twist movies. Yeah. Um, once you already know, you know. Number 23, one of my all-time favorite movies, but I had to put it in its proper place, and that's down a little bit. That's uh, Romancing the Stone. 
Mm. Classic film. I love that movie. Number 22, The Avengers. Amazing, fantastic, but not without fault. There are a few things in that movie that still kind of irritate me, that they end up with all these superheroes have to go to a nuke to solve their problem. Nah. And that's eventually kind of what they did, which, eh. Uh, yeah. Number 21, Hellraiser. Ooh. I'm, I'm putting the original as my entry for the series. Um the sequel, I love the sequel, but it was, uh, we've talked about it many times, uh, it was more, it's it's getting dated. You go back and watch now those scenes where they go to hell and stuff, it's sort of, eh, it's, it, some of the horror elements get sucked out of it a little bit. Whereas the original is still kind of more confined and just crazy. Just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's more the calm before the storm, that movie has lots of calm. Whereas if it's storm all the time, then it uh, tends to lose a little bit of the, um, I don't know what the word is, the element of surprise or whatever what, whatever you want to put in there. Yep. Okay, your turn. Okay. <clears throat> so I've got, uh, it's funny that you, uh, <laughs> um, that you say Cabin in the Woods because that is number whatever, it would be 25, Cabin 25? in the Woods. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah yes. <laughs> uh, as soon as you wow. said that, I'm like, oh, I almost said something. I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods is almost top 100. So I thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, ah, oh, nice. Oh, that's uh, amazing that we actually have it at the same yeah, spot, Yeah, I know. That, I'm that's like, crazy. are you kidding me? I'm like, oh, that's that's great. I want to I, – I almost jumped – I almost said something immediately, but I'm like, oh, I'll wait until it's my turn. But yeah, just like what you said, that's a great movie. It's um, not quite top 100, but that is a fantastic movie. Uh, I – Totally I think the movie. I think the ending of that movie is what uh, got it into this high a position because I love that ending so much. There oh, that's even, great! Like today, I was debating I had to cut one. I think I ended up cutting Casino. Mm. Like that's a fantastic movie, but I'm like already I've got half of Scorsese's movies in here. Mm-hmm. So if there was one to cut, it'd probably be that one. And I had to go, you know, like Cabin in the Woods is on the chopping block, and I was like. You know what? I love that ending so much. Scorsese's got enough entries. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, so Cabin in the Woods. Uh, next up is Jodie Foster in Contact. I uh, I love that movie. I, uh, I, I There's not much more to say about that movie is, other than the fact that it is a truly fantastic, fantastic movie. I sure hope it's higher on my list because I love that movie too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and there's so many in my in my actual 100 that it's like I just some of these just don't make the cut and it, I know I, hey, I, I, I want them to but I, it's like ah I, I know there's a dozen of them in a separate envelope right now that yeah. didn't that got cut off they're all my babies I love them I can't it's hard to even move them down that far I know yeah it's because it's like oh I I don't want to I want that in in the top 100 but there's so so many of them that I'm like I can't cut those out. Yeah. So, um, next up is Schindler's List. Um, one of the the greatest movies ever made, uh, but rewatchability is almost zero. Uh, but I am giving it credit for what it is, and it is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is a movie that I just rewatched again, uh, and that is Your Next. Uh, still say you've got to watch that movie. That was one that the first time I saw that in the theater, I'm like, that was good. Eh, that was good. And then I rewatched it on Blu-ray, and I, I'm like, that that was great. And every time I watch it, I have this huge shit-eating grin on my face. It's just a great home invasion action horror movie with some really 
good dark comedy, and it, I think it works on every single level. Big thumbs up. Now, this is a perfect time to talk about something else I wanted to bring up. When you're putting together your list and and you see that you've just put your next above Schindler's list, obviously rewatchability comes into this a huge uh, amount for you, right? Yeah, yes. That's, that's what puts it above it, right? Because it does for me. Like, there are times where I'm looking at this and I'm going, I will absolutely adore this film. This is a uh, 10 of filmmaking, but I would watch this movie three times before I'd watch that one again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's because uh, okay. So for Schindler's List, obviously that is, I think that's one of the greatest movies ever made as far as technically. Uh, yeah, your next obviously is not, but for rewatchability, I I watch that a couple times a year. It's a blast, yeah. and so you know it's. I'll get to it. Yeah. Um, okay. Do I have any more? Or was that one more? One more. Okay. One more. Uh, next up is First Blood, and this is the Stallone movie. The, the Rambo. Original. Rambo. Yeah. Now. Uh, Personally, I I probably enjoy Rambo the late the latest one the most, but mm. because I have so much history with First Blood as a young as a young kid growing up, uh, I wanted to make that as an honorable mention. Sure, I, I just it's a it's a great movie. So, and is that one that now that I've said First Blood is that does that take care of all Rambo movies then? Pretty much. Okay. I mean, okay, that's I was, the way we had uh, I know, yeah. it in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, because I, you know, I, I guess now I think about it, though, I, yeah, I, the, even the, the newest Rambo shouldn't really make my top 100, but I'm just like... Yeah. I don't know if any of them did, but I, I uh, really like the new one, and the first one, I was back and I've been back and forth with over the years, because so many people loved it, and I was like, why? I didn't really get it, because get it, I came to it uh, a lot later after it was released, and in subsequent viewings, I've come around that that is a really great movie. It is. Uh, okay, over to me. Number 20. I've got uh, Braveheart, which is oh. a classic. I mean, who hasn't seen that? Uh, number 19, Pan's Labyrinth. Another one that I thought I would probably would crack my top 100, but, um, you know, the rewatchability factor on that is sketchy. And it's not a perfect film. There are a couple of things that get kind of annoying sometimes, but... It has its place. Number eighteen, Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, I've only seen it. Wow. I've only seen it once, but it was very recently. It's an epic. It's it's uh, the Blu-ray is fantastic. Uh, I really enjoyed the film. Looking forward to watching it again. Uh, number seventeen, another one I thought would be in my top one hundred, but it, you know this is why we're doing this because every time we try to nail it down, we're like, oh, that'd be in my top twenty-five. Turns out we have five hundred movies in our top twenty-five. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross fantastic film uh just the, the a testament to how uh writing can make a movie it's just brilliant uh number 16 guardians of the galaxy ah oh, i loved that movie so much but i had to uh, knock it down some because i'm like you know you've only watched it once give it some breathing room so i put it down there okay over to you next five okay uh next up for me is quentin tarantino's pulp fiction and there's more, there's more Tarantino, obviously, that's going to be popping up. But uh, upon repeat viewings of all of his body of work, uh, I got to say, Pulp Fiction might be my least. And that used to be my number one. Uh, it's it, even Jackie Brown. I think Jackie Brown, upon rewatching, I'm like, oh, man, that was great. Yeah, uh, I So agree. I would say that Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs are side by side. I, I, 
I guess Pulp Fiction is a little bit more so, but it's almost hey, for me splitting hairs at that point. I'm I'm the champion of that unpopular opinion. Pulp Fiction is my least favorite Tarantino film. Yeah. Always has been. Yeah, <laughs> and it's still. I, but I think you would agree, though. It's still a good movie. You, you do. Still... Uh, I agree that now. It took me a while to come around to it. I didn't like that movie for a long time. Wow, it was insanely overrated. But <laughs> eh, I still have my issues with it. But I gotta admit, it is good filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up is Requiem for a Dream. Uh, it's again, it's it's not easily an easily watchable movie, but it is. Uh, it needs an honorable mention. It was a great movie. Agreed. Um, next up is Dog Soldiers, the werewolf soldier movie. Mm-hmm. I, I love the fact that it's uh, such a it's it's gritty, it's low budget, but everything that they do, they do extremely well. Fantastic movie. Not quite top 100, but uh, still... Knocking at the door. Yeah. Uh, and then Kingdom of Heaven. Ridley Scott's Kingdom of Heaven. Uh, Man, sometimes you mention some of these things and I, I have a little bit of panic because I'm like, I put this in there somewhere, right? Like, the, <laughs> yeah. and I, I didn't forget that. You know, all the lists yeah. that I poured over. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. the dentist might have made it, but Kingdom of Heaven... Yeah, yeah. Kingdom of yeah. <laughs> Now, I will say Kingdom of Heaven, just the director's cut. The theatrical version oh, is, yes. it, it, it's, that is like a night and day difference from, uh, from the director's cut versus the theatrical version. So. Completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did that do my five? One more. One more, okay. And then lastly is Goodfellas. Oh, wow. That, yeah, that should be... I, again, I've got so many, and... I'm like 200 uh, movies in your top 100. Yeah, yeah it's like, okay, uh, Goodfellas, I'm sorry, buddy, <laughs> but you, you almost made the cut, but not quite. I understand. I understand. These, these Most of these are... We're getting painful. The fur, Even yeah. further up this list, it's like, oh, that should be in there, right? Yeah. And then I go I, look at my top 100, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, back to me. Next five. Uh... One that I vividly remember seeing in the theater with you, uh, Dark City. Mm. And one of the nice. reasons that it made this list is because of originality. This is such an original story, an original idea, and it ends on such an original kind of anti-cliche Hollywood... I just... It's fantastic. Uh, number 14, one of the movies that got me into anime, Ninja Scroll. And ah. it's... I, the reason I, it actually got bumped down so far is because... Like an old school kung fu movie, you see this kind of stuff all the time. It's not that crazy, and the rewatchability is down a little bit lower than, say, Akira or um, some of those other movies. Uh, number thirteen, another movie I saw with you in the theater, and what a time it was! City of God. Mm. Um, it's nice. a fantastic movie, but again, it's getting bumped down because how's the rewatchability? It is hard to rewatch that movie. It is tough. Uh, number twelve, The Warriors. Ooh, fantastic film. Uh, there's this. there's one that I forgot. Oh boy, I I forgot that one. <laughs> I that know panic. I forgot that one. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, there's that panic. <laughs> yep. Uh, and before Eugene comes through the computer and punches me in the face, number eleven, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Ah, uh, I absolutely love the film, but it just. I mean, it, it, come on. At the end of the day, if we're being truly honest, it's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, it, oh, yeah, it, it is. It, <laughs> but I, I'll I agree. Got, I, as, uh, even though it's endlessly rewatchable, 
Uh, yeah. You gotta you gotta level the quality in there somewhere, even though yeah. it's totally fun. You gotta put it in there. So yeah. Hey, it made it, it got to number eleven on honorable mentions. I mean, Which that, I think that means yeah. there's yeah, there's thirty nine below that or however many. Uh, yeah. Math. Uh, <laughs> okay, back to you. Give me five. Um, okay, next up for me is Leviathan. Uh, the more I watch that movie, the better it gets, especially on Blu-ray. Uh, that movie is, uh, for all of the alien ripoffs, that might be the best one. Um, everything about it, it, it works tremendously well for what it is. And uh, the special effects hold up great. That's a Stan Winston uh, effects movie, and mm-hmm. I, I love it. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Great movie. I agree. Uh, next up is... The Toxic Avenger. Oh my! <laughs> yep. I, and again, I, you know, some of these it's because of my my history with that particular movie. You know, I understand, I just, but you put Toxie above Goodfellas and Schindler's List <laughs> and Schindler's. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's almost I, a ticket I, to hell. But that's I, know, I know, I know. I, I think I think a lot of these are though, like just. A lot of it hey, has to do with my memories of of these movies. You know, it's just and that's fine. And uh, rewatchability is high up there. That, that it is. Ha- I'm amazed how much of an effect that's having on how I organize this list. Oh, me too. Me too. But yeah, this is probably the only time on planet Earth that a Lloyd Kaufman joint has topped <laughs> Martin Scorsese, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Oh, so, rookies. Okay. Yes, you see. <laughs> Okay, uh, next up is, you know what, I, I am shoehorning this in because of you, and that is The Warriors. I cannot believe I missed that. So I literally have just shoehorned Warriors in, because there I, I is... Like that, I like that something that you put above Toxic Avenger just got the cut. Like, it wasn't Toxie. Well, yeah, I, no, no, I gotta no, know, no, no. I gotta know what got the cut. <laughs> Please. Oh, more, on, more on that later. I'll... <laughs> uh. Credibility, uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> the dentist, too, now finds its way to the exit. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging in shame. <laughs> oh, I have to rearrange things. There. Okay, well, <laughs> here's what I'm shifting around now, because this is my last one, right? Uh, you have two more. Okay, two more. Um, uh, next up is Steven Spielberg's Duel. Okay. Yeah, the old 1972... Yeah, it's a good uh, movie. Yeah. Uh, great movie. I... I for me, that that has insane replay uh, replayability for me, uh, just because it's such a just like only a couple actors in the movie, and it's essentially just one long chase scene is all mm-hmm. that movie is. But for the time it was shot in, I think that they, that was done extremely extremely well. So agreed. Yeah, that gets a big thumbs up. Um, so anyway, okay, and then last for me on this round was I saw the devil. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, yeah. The the South Korean movie revenge movie, uh, one mm-hmm. of the one of the very very best revenge movies of all time. I need to watch that again. Yeah, that was good. Good flick though. I really liked it the first time. Yeah. But I'm a fan of that director, so that, yeah. that was an easy sell for me. Okay, uh, now we're down to the top ten for honorable mentions. Yep. Number ten, Baraka. A mm. Fantastic kind of documentary of some sorts if you haven't seen it it's stunning 70 millimeter watch this movie number nine saving private ryan mm. uh i love the film it's great little over melodramatic at uh times late in the film uh 
and very low on the rewatchability because it's yeah. just brutal. Number eight, A Tale of Two Sisters. Um, this is a Asian horror film uh, that just scares the crap out of me every time, but I, I, what's more amazing than the scares is the brilliant way that it's written. Uh, it's almost, in a way, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> How do I describe it? You you don't know the way it's written until it's over, and then you realize that it was written in this certain uh, path, uh, and then you're you're just stunned that you didn't figure it out. It's brilliant. Number seven is Pulse, a.k.a. Cairo. Hmm. Uh, and this was one of my horror picks of the week when we were doing the Horror-thon back in October, so you can go look up that episode where I break that movie down. Number six is Azumi. Um, hmm. Also from one of my favorite filmmakers of all time, uh, Ryu Kitamura, and he made Verses. Uh, fantastic film, female samurai ninjas left and right. It's just a badass action film uh, with a heart. It's uh, I, I thought the sequel was a little not quite as good, but, which was uh, unfortunate, but the, the original is just fantastic i love it yeah it's actually amazing that's not in my top 100 as of how much i love that movie okay yeah, i'm actually so i'm actually kind of uh, a little bit surprised that that didn't make your uh oh i mean azumi pulse tale of two sisters all three of those i figured would be in my top 100 but, but they got ed- they just got edged out i don't know what to say that's just yeah. the way it way it goes okay five from you Okay, uh, now I've only watched this movie one time, but I liked it so much, and I was so surprised at how much I... Actually, two of these I've only watched once, uh, but they were so good that I, I, I'm i throwing them in the mix here, and the first one is Stoker. Oh, okay. Um, you've got to see that movie. Yeah, I uh, want to. Bad. That, that, uh, that is a great movie. That was, it was either the guy that made Tale of Two Sisters. He made one of these movies. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, okay. Um, All right, just so I'm not losing my mind. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up is Super Bad. This is the uh, the Ugh. high school. Yeah, I just for some reason that movie just clicked with me. I laugh no, until I, I cry. I'm the odd time. man out on that one. That's okay. Go ahead yeah. and love it. Yep, that's I really dig that movie. Uh, next up is the original Creep Show from 1982. Nice. One of my favorite anthology movies. It is dated, uh, but it still is a complete blast. I thoroughly enjoy that movie. Uh, and then Gone Girl. Uh, and I've only watched that movie one time, but it was so good that I have to at least put it on honorable mention. I think that upon rewatching, it would I could see that one actually getting into top 100 category. Although I, I'm not sure how well that movie is going to play into rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I agree. Okay, uh, back to Stoker for one minute. That was Chan Wu Park, and he did Old Boy, Lady Vengeance, ah. not Tale of Two Sisters and Pulse. My bad. okay, but you really should check out uh, Stoker. That oh, was... I will. I'm a, I'm a fan of his. I love his movies. So okay. that's that's no problem. Okay, last one. Uh, one more. Okay, and <laughs> this one here, I debated on throwing uh, up on the honorable mention. Mainly because of the main actor, but the storyline is so good that I have to give it props for that and some of the special effects. And that is, uh, in fact, this is, I would almost guarantee this is the only movie starring Nicolas Cage in my list at all. <laughs> oh, please and that don't is, be Con Air. 
Yeah, it's Con Air. No, <laughs> no, it's it's uh, following. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, from the guy that made Dark City. Yes, yes. Oh, nice. That oh, movie was fantastic. Is that? That's really called following? <laughs> Isn't that? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it in a while. I got the Blu-ray. I was actually thinking of pulling it out. Um, yeah, it's a good flick. I, I, yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I, I, the acting, some of the acting is eh, but I, that, that is such a great storyline that... Uh, I, I wanted to give it, and then the plane crash scene is just crazy. Every, every every time with that movie where you think it's okay to relax for a minute, they throw something at you that just completely jars you, and is nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good movie, underrated. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Top five honorable mentions before we get into the real deal. Number five for me, there will be blood. One of my favorite from him. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, he's kind of a little hit or miss with me, but that one is Kubrickian in its masterpiece, a masterness, a masterfulness, masterpiecefulness. I don't know what the yeah, word there you would go. be. <laughs> that, that, they all work. They all work. Okay. Well, it's brilliant, and I freaking love it. Uh, number four, I just talked about this a couple episodes ago, Hard Boiled, when we were mm. doing our uh, uh, show and tell. One of the classics of the action genre. If you're an action junkie and you haven't seen Hard Boiled, you're not an action junkie. Uh, number three, and this mostly gets a uh, a nod for me because of the uh, reissue where he redid the special effects, and that's THX 1138. Ah, yeah. A br- brilliant, really brilliant fil- film, very far ahead of its time. Like, so far ahead of its time that it's it was yeah. jarring when I watched it, like, this is how old? There's no way. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is brilliant. Um, great film. Number two, Casablanca. And I don't think you've seen this one. I have never seen that movie. You need to because it's great. And I've, I've only seen it uh, once or twice, but it is a fantastic film. Again, really? Again, a testament to the writing. You would like that movie. It's a good movie. It's, it, there's, there's no... There's wow. No fans, butts, ways around it. That's a damn good movie. Um and number one of my honorable mentions that just didn't quite get there. I thought this one would for sure, but just didn't quite. And that is Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Uh, brilliant film. Again, I, I absolutely love that movie to death. But the last time I watched it, I really noticed uh, some quirks of the director and the, his uh, camera work so much with the straight on uh, Jonathan Demme. It's straight on shots, straight on shots, straight on shots. Like, come on, dude, break it up a bit. A little distracting when you realize that it's happening. <laughs> huh, uh, interesting. See, now, now, of course, the next time I watch that, oh, I'm going to be... Oh, I just ruined that movie for you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, it's it's still a, a brilliant film, and I love it. Um, one of the better thrillers ever made, in my opinion. So, okay, last five from you. Uh, first up is uh, I, I debated on which David Toy movie to throw on the in the mixer because I wanted to give him a little bit of credit. I wasn't sure about the Riddick movies, but honestly, um, I'll tell you what. Below is going to be uh, honorable mention. I love that movie. The rewatchability is so good on it. Everything is shot so perfectly in that movie. Um, Darren Aronofsky wrote the movie, and it's a uh, it's a total complete gem in the rough. And if you haven't seen it, you really should see it. So Agreed. Uh, next up is uh, Joe Dante's The Howling from 1980. 
uh, one of my favorite werewolf movies. Yes, it is dated, but uh, it is uh, very watchable, and the special effects by Rob Bottin are... Actually, wait, was it Rob Bottin? Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, uh, the special effects are great. Everything just works so well in that movie. I, I thought that was great. I like the, the black comedy in it as well. Um, okay, then next is the Road Warrior, Ooh, and that nice. yeah, that's of all of the of all of the Mad Max movies, the original ones thus far. I think that the Road Warrior was uh, the best, the best of those. Pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I've I've come around on the original quite a bit though. Like at first, I didn't care for it all that much. I was like, it's slow and boring. But if you kind of co- commit to it, um, and you know, you have the time to do so. It's a pretty good movie. Is uh, it really? Like yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it in so many years. It's it's kind of uh, slow in its pacing, but it's it's the pacing of the time, you know. Um, yeah. So if you watch it with that in mind, it's a really good uh, thriller, and it, it's a great almost like prequel to the Road Warrior, where you have this guy who's just shit nuts. Yeah. Um, and so it, you understand it, it makes sense why he is because of that movie. Cool. Uh, okay. Next up is Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, and the reason I'm giving that prop is because, like Schindler's List, uh, this is probably the closest thing to Schindler's List that I have seen, uh, in that it is it's devastating to watch, uh, and it's wow. not one that I'm gonna be able to rewatch anytime soon. But it is li- literally the perfect movie. Like I can't think of anything that you could do to to change that movie to make it more powerful and better made. It's it's the acting, everything about it is is perfect. It should have won Best Picture, and it did. I need to so, see that movie. It is a great movie. Uh, it's not an easy watch, but it it still is a great movie. And then last honorable mention is Hot Tension. Wow, A.K.A. I'm, High Tension. I'm surprised it didn't make your top 100. <laughs> uh, well, um, <laughs> not saying that uh, any of... Uh, well, we'll see. Yeah, I'll... I'll yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Alrighty, well, that's going to wrap up that segment. Now, with the uh, uh, rest of the year, um, when we're doing Top 100, it's only going to be 10 at a time, so we're going to have some time to talk about them a little bit more instead of just rush, 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 list, yeah. list, list. Uh, but with honorable mention, we want to get them out of the way. We're not going to spend a ton of time on those, uh, much as we can. Um, okay, let's move into Recently Watched. <clears throat> uh, I will start this off with... Female Ninjas, Magic Chronicles, but I already talked about it on Cinema Soft Underbelly, episode 68, so you'll have to go listen to it over there. All um, right. Last episode, I also teased about Bleach the Movie, an anime, uh, Bleach the Movie Hellverse. I finally finished that one up. It was good. Turned out a little better than I um, maybe originally sold it uh, last episode. That was a good flick, uh, especially the... Once they got going into all of the demon stuff in the second half, uh, it picked up its pace, was much better. Um, I'm going to kick it back to you. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and you're going to have to correct me if I... if if Because I have my big list of recently watched, and I have a feeling that there's a couple that I did not delete since our last podcast. So okay. I don't think that I've, I've covered these, but if I did, stop me. Uh, okay. The one is uh, William Friedkin's Sorcerer from 1977. Um, did I talk about that movie? Uh, not on this show. I think you did on yours. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, that is... That's five out of five, by the way. That is a fantastic movie. 
Love that movie. Uh, and the being I watched it for the second time on Blu-ray, I'm like, this is, uh, it's one of those movies where even though it was made in the 70s, it it could have been made much more recently uh, because the picture quality is so good and the story is so good and the the action in it is so raw and real. I, I love it. Like, I don't know how they did what they did in that movie without killing people. It's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so. um, and the only thing that I kind of hold against it, I don't know, hold against it, but I, I like the original better. I, I just did because the whole black and white thing, it, it made it feel uh, a little older and I felt a little more vulnerable towards the characters. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, I guess that really isn't taking anything away from Sorcerer. I It's still a very good movie and I agree. I don't know how they didn't kill any people. That bridge scene's nuts. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's like, ugh. But yeah, great movie. Oh, you want me to take another one? Uh, it's up to you. I'd... Okay, let me let me take another one real quick here on the opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, a great movie, but still totally opposite from Sorcerer, and that is Friday the Thirteenth Part Six: Jason Lives. <laughs> All right. uh, this is this is uh, one of my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movies. It's not in the in the uh, classic Friday the Thirteenth days. This is in the hair metal Jason days. Uh, 86 so we've got uh, Alice Cooper doing the the music to it and uh I one thing with this particular Friday the 13th movie that I that I really like that they did was there's a lot of in humor in this and it's almost like before scream it was almost like they started to poke fun at themselves in this and I I I thought that was really cool it wasn't just some cheesy a cheesy 80s slasher movie. It was it was pretty well written and very yeah. witty in how they did it. Uh, but is, I... Okay, is this the one where in the beginning... I'm trying to uh, get these all straight in my head. Is this the one where in the beginning the girl has um, psycho powers? No, that's the new sort? blood. That's okay. the new blood. This okay. is the one where Tommy Jarvis goes to the cemetery and uh, they... They uncover Jason. They're going to burn his body, and he sticks a big pole in Jason. Electric, uh, electric lightning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 I got it. Yeah. So, uh, but it's it's got some really good humor in it, and it's, it moves at a lightning pace. I I this is the first official quote unquote zombie Jason movie where he's uh, literally right. he is a zombie. So. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> unless you have anything else to add to that, well, nope. That's I'll it. Take over. Okay. Now we'll uh, stop talking about crappy Friday the 13th Jason movies and uh, <laughs> sequels and talk about some actual good movies, because screw that movie. Okay, uh, I watched two movies on Friday the 13th. I watched Friday the 13th Part 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> you can have your Jason lives. That's stupid. Yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, but I did watch part. Uh, I was un. It was we got like four Friday the Thirteenth this year, and I wanted to was in the mood to kind of revisit something from that series. I want. I really want to watch the one in Space Jason, uh, Jason yeah. X Ten, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's not on Netflix. I'm not surely not going to buy it unless I can find the DVD for fifty cents. Um, <laughs> so I was like. Oh, Maybe I'll just watch the original. I know it's kind of slow, but I'll just kind of maybe have it on the background while I'm working on The Office, and it's a good flick. I enjoy yeah, it. And yeah. One thing that I w- really struck me, though, this time around, since I didn't watch it originally when it first came out, but um, it's the original. And I don't mean the original Friday the 13th. I mean 
it's the original camp killer movie. It's yes. the original kind of slasher. Well, that ain't true because there was all those '60s and '70s slashers, but those were most uh, Italian. Yeah, no, you're right. No, you're absolutely there, right. Yeah, this there's is the something. Other... Ab- it's there's something about it, like when I'm watching it, where I'm I'm just going, "This is the original. This is the original kind of this movie." Yeah, um, it is. And it's only after you've watched an, a handful of these kinds of movies that you really can go. It, it just feels different because. Yeah. It's the one that set the tone. It's the one that yeah. set the stage. It's the first one that did it. You can and you yeah. can feel it when you're watching it. Yeah. Very, oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, even I mean, Halloween came before that, and Halloween was kind of the first real big American slasher. But Friday the Thirteenth was, like you said, the first the, the camp slasher. The, yeah. the camp slasher and the camp slasher has been done to death. But they were the first ones that it, th- it, they did it still so well. It. You still yeah. Feel it. So after that, I rolled right into part two, and it takes over it like it knocks up the <laughs> sequel uh, the silliness and yeah uh, all its lunacy but it still uh, was entertaining to the end i the one nice thing about that movie is that uh you like everybody i mean a yeah. lot of times in these movies you, you either have a one a-hole or a whole pack of them and yeah. you want them all to die in this movie you kind of like everybody, even if some people uh, butt heads or conflict a little bit, you're still like, well, there's all right, you know, I don't want him to die, but then yeah. you know, wheelchair guy gets a machete in the face, and <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> it has a lot of, it begins a lot of cliches, but that's okay. It was still very entertaining, and I liked it. I think I'll probably yep. take a breather until uh, our next round of, of Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, I don't probably a couple months from now. And then maybe I'll be like, ah, oh, it's it's time for three, four. <laughs> yeah. Until I get to that guy dancing, then I'm done. Then you're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that guy dancing would be Crispin Glover Crispin for anybody Glover, out there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Having a seizure. Yes. Uh, oh, it's terrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, back to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep on with the slashers real quick here. Because it was Valentine's Day, I watched... The original My Bloody Valentine again. Yes, because you're a hopeless romantic. Yes, you see. <laughs> uh, thinking, oh, this is going to be good. You know, I remember liking I've never seen the, it. Uh, I remember liking it, um, and I have the Blu-ray, and the Blu-ray actually has the, is the uncut version, because this one here was one of the most notoriously uh, butchered slasher movies of the 80s. They cut almost everything out of it. Well, the uncut version is definitely gory. But that's where it stops. Um, this is a Canadian production, and unlike some of the other Canadian horror movies that I really like, like Prom Night, this one here is too Canadian, if that even makes sense. Like, the actors are way too much talking like this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, my, my, man. My heritage you know, is Canadian, my friend. My dad was born in Canada. I'm No, that, there's no such thing as too Canadian. <laughs> and I'm highly offended. <laughs> So tell me uh, what it's all about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, well, if you've watched the remake, which you've watched the remake, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. minors, and it's the typical, something happened a long time ago, and therefore someone is getting revenge. It's like a kung fu movie, but it's a slasher. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a, Canadians. Yeah. Why don't we make a slasher kung fu movie? I, that would oh, be like the most ultimate. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes, set it in a summer camp. Like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, set yes. it in a summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just a bunch of bad actors in an underground mine, and they're getting offed and in very gory ways, which is fine. But oh, it just 
So the remake yes. better? Oh, worlds better. Worlds yeah. better. Yeah, and it's essentially the same storyline. Uh, but it's something about this one here. It, it, it does have that early 80s classic feel, but the acting is so bad. And even the storyline itself, it's like... And I watched that right after Friday the 13th, Jason Lives, and I'm like, this is just a subpar slasher movie. Right. So, um, only for completes. Only for people that are like... We're wanting to watch all of those old school 80s slasher movies. Check it out. Otherwise, don't waste your time. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to do uh, two negatives and a positive, and I'll be done. Well, yeah. I'll do two negatives, kick it back to you, then I got a positive, and I'll be done. Okay. Um, first, negative. Shockingly negative. And I really uh, liked the previous entry of the series i own the blu-ray of it so i'm not uh mm. i was not heading into this like i hate this series but i'll give it a chance because it's summer tentpole no i really like this series uh, especially these uh, this rebooted series and that would be uh dawn of the planet of the apes and it really i mean i, I was really venting about it on facebook but the reality is it's it's more of a mixed bag for me that i, I didn't hate it it's just it's a mixed bag. I don't understand why people are willing to overlook the faults of this film. You know, when they lambast other films with the exact same faults. It's my That's my mm-hmm. biggest grievance with this film, okay? Now, two-thirds of this movie is spot on. I love the main guy. The main actor. Yeah. I, he was fantastic. I, I had no problem with most of the main humans. Some of the CGI, I think the CGI was bipolar. At some points, it's eye-poppingly brilliant. And then there are other parts where I'm like, that looks horrible. <laughs> you know, they have a monkey jumping down a tree or something, and I'm like, it looked like it skipped. Like, the effect skipped. Like, it, it just looked terrible. Um, and the, we've had that discussion before with uh, filming uh, or uh, CGIing in uh, real-life things. Monkeys yeah. and fur and stuff. It's hard to make that move naturally. Or it looks too perfect, and and therefore fake. Uh, the third act of this movie, though, my god, dude! When yeah. we got to the third act, I was like, "This, this is this is just terrible," <laughs> and it, it 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 didn't have anything to do with the conflicts that were going on with the apes or the people or that's like the 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 plot points were all great. That that stuff was all fine. I had no problem with any of that, but. The settings and the the, the the motivations, it was just freaking weird. Like, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. They go, I'm not going to spoil, spoil, or I'm not going too crazy. Uh, but uh, ape civil war uprising, and they, these, the, some apes hate all the humans, and they're going to go kill all the humans. So they go running to this city, and they shoot some of them, and then ignore a whole bunch of them, and go up to the top of the tower and just sit there and wait. And I'm like, what What are you waiting for? Like, why? They just go up there and sit there. Like, you've just spent the last 20 minutes talking about how we got to go kill all the humans. And then they go and just kind of run past a bunch of them and go sit up in the top of this building. Wait, wait, other scene, other scene, other scene, other scene. I guess they're just sitting up there waiting, enjoying the view. And then the movie progresses. And it's like, that made no sense whatsoever. And then what the humans try and do, we were talking about this earlier, with Gary Oldman, I do this for my mankind and for people! And I'm... 
that was so damn dumb. I like. I would have made sense if it had accomplished something. I'm speaking vague, so I don't spoil it. Yeah. It didn't accomplish anything, and so it was just stupid. Uh, anyway, I thought that all of the good credit they built up with the first reboot, uh, first reboot, this is Re- what, four, th- third yeah. reboot, prequel, f- it's impossible to keep track of the timeline on this on this series, um, I thought was fantastic, despite some dodgy CGI here and there, I thought it was written brilliant, but this one, no, th- I mean, it might be one of the... Uh, Go back to the Oscar show. Put this on my list of one of the worst of 2014. Wow. Wow. Man. man. Um, then for my next one, I'm going to review another summer tentpole movie. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Woo. Wow. I, you know, I've seen some blatant uh, freaking advertising in film. This movie stopped and had an advertisement in it for Pizza Hut. Where wow. it described its pizza. Not to mention that it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the main focus of the movie is Megan Fox and her character. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Her talking. The, the, you don't see the turtles for like the first 20 minutes. It's, uh. it's all... It, it's Teenage Mutant Megan Fox. Seriously, it's so much of her. It's, it's all focused around her and her character, and oh my god, it was bad. It was bad, dude. And not so, like... So y- not so like you Transformers bad. You didn't. Like, I was like, say, Transformers so you didn't enjoy are like that. Oh, it's good special effects and ha ha ha. It had a couple of, excuse me, it had a couple of funny parts, but I was watching it with my wife, who was younger than me and loves the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like she was in that area era with Steven that likes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She grew up yeah. on the turtles. She likes the turtles. She doesn't like my Transformers. That's old and dated and stupid bullshit. She likes turtles. Okay. She was excited to see this movie. I was also watching it with the 10-year-old. The 10-year-old was complaining before me or the wife. Because I have learned from them, keep my mouth shut. Because I influence everybody in the room, so shut the hell up. Uh, The wife kept her mouth shut as long as she could. And the 10-year-old spoke (laughs) up first. Addie spoke up first, and she was like, this is crap. Like, what? Ooh. Like, ooh, it was bad. I... Don't get me wrong, some of the special effects stuff was kind of cool later on. All of the Shredder shit was just shit. It was... Dude, you almost got to see this movie just to see how bad it is. Like, it's on that level. It's mystery science theater level. It's bizarre. It's so bizarre. The Shredder character was so bizarre, dude. It was... Uh, I can't even... I, I've wasted too much time talking about this movie. <laughs> the end. Move on. If, you, if You're a Super Turtles fan. God love you. God bless you. Go ahead and enjoy it. I have no problem. It wasn't like, I hate this, I hate this. It was just like, this is bad. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know That's what you mean. That's coming from a guy that defends Transformers. Anyway, go ahead. Your turn. Okay. Oh, and then I, I got I just, one more and I'm done. Okay, I have one left and then I'm done, and that is a movie that just came out uh, on pay-per-view streaming. Movie is called Wormwood. W-Y-R-M is how you spell that, Wormwood. Mm-hmm. And it's in, it. refer- it's re- in reference to uh, End of Days, Rapture type stuff, and uh, one of the, I guess one of the stars, or one of the stars it falls whatever it's in the bible anyway that doesn't have <laughs> that doesn't have a whole lot to do with the movie itself other than it is a zombie movie and okay. it's the end the end of the world has pretty much begun 
and it's an Australian movie, an Australian comedy horror type thing uh, that is kind of paying a little bit of homage to Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. I mean, this thing is all over the friggin' place. It's a yeah. comedy horror zombie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <Bible>. it's <laughs> just it's just it's wacky, and it's it's a cool flick. Um, good acting. The the funny bits are funny. It's gory. Uh, it, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it's still it's if you like that kind of thing. Uh, I bet you. I think that you would like it. Uh, it's. Fast pace. I mean, it is go, 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 roll credits. Nice. Um, and they, they've even thrown a little bit of Mad Max type post-apocalyptic stuff in there with the outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, I mean, I'm like, I'm impressed with, uh, with, I'm not sure what the budget was on the thing. Uh, it, it was okay. It was an okay budget, but it was cool. I, big thumbs up. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. There was another review I was hoping to hear from you yet before we uh, wrap this up. King Arthur? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which, if you want me to, I can real quick hit on that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, we got time. So, I, I, I gave that three stars out of five. Um, and uh, Of course, I rewatched that because on your recommendation, and I'm glad I did. That was a perfect um, calorie free sit back with the wife and enjoy for two hours, and when it's done, I'm like, that was good. And that's exactly what that was. It was good. She liked it. I liked it when it was done. We're like, yeah, that was a good movie. I know mean, it's nowhere. It's not, you know, gladiator level or anything like no. that. But for uh, for that kind of thing, good action. Even at two hours, I wasn't bored. Uh, All star cast, like almost every single person on screen. You're like, oh, I've seen that person in this movie. Yep. Um. So that was good to yep. rewatch that thing. Yeah, I, I and after this rewatch, I'll remember it. I remember the movie this time, but I, like I said before, I think there were just too many of those types of, of movies that came out I that agree. year just got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, it was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm, cool. I'm glad I got to watch that one again. Glad to hear it. Okay, yep. one more that I have to touch on this episode, and then we're going to wrap this up, and that is... The Last Days. Finally, it's off oh. the, the the list. You don't have to worry. It's not getting added to the blind roulette anymore. <laughs> but And we've made lots of uh, jokes about it. But unfortunate for you because this was actually a pretty damn good movie. Uh, I was surprised how much I enjoyed this. I was ex- expectations all the way at the bottom of the floor. Uh, but turned out to be quite good. Uh, this was the one that has been on the blind roulette for many, many moons. Um where people are suddenly agoraphobic, and if they go outside, they die. Sounds like kind of a shaky premise, but you need to give this one a chance. And I hesitate to say it's a treadmill movie. It's not, because if you're you're getting your blood pumping, you might get impatient with it. It's got a certain pacing. I'm not, not slow, necessarily, but it's a certain pacing. And you'll understand when you watch it. Give it a shot okay. sometime, though. Okay, um, I will, it, definitely. It's a, it's a post-apocalyptic movie that you could watch. I think you could watch it with the wife. It's okay. not like uh, uber gory or anything like that, but it's got a really good storyline and uh, good action bits here and there. And, uh, like, I was... Um, like an adventure movie, kind of. I was interested to see what is going to happen with the characters. Are they going to find the people that they're looking for? Are they going to be able to make it to the next building? Because they can't go outside, so they're going through subways and sewers and what have you. Um, And, you know, there were surprises around each turn. Every time that I thought it was going to get cliche and boring, it kind of turned the cliche on its head. It uh, almost... 
almost like a very light R28 Days Later with no zombies. Does that make huh. any sense? Like, it's sort of like in that realm where you feel that kind of danger, but yeah. you don't really have the gore there. It just okay. kind of existed. It Expertly shot, expertly lit, expertly handled low budget for sets and everything. That stuff was all just top-notch passion. You could see they had the passion for this stuff, um, for those elements. Yeah, no, that's but, great. Yeah, I'm telling you, you need to give that give that one a shot. But yep, if, I added like it to I said, the list. If you're if you're working out trying to watch it, you're you're going to get impatient with it. I I, I would have, but I was watching it kind of relaxed on a Sunday in the office. Yeah, um, so it worked well. Subtitled, you're going to have to deal with that. Yeah, uh, but. Like I said, just bear with it, because anytime you think that the the cliche is coming, it usually turns the other direction. Cool. Um, Okay, do you have anything else to add for this episode? That's that's it. Um, You know, one other thing I want to just real quick mention is I did watch that seventh planet from whatever. Oh, yes. uh, Yeah. Um, that was bad. Holy cow. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, no, th- I will give it this. Um, I liked the story. The acting was just atrocious in this. Um, go watch, I go lo- watch the angry red planet, my friend. Oh, <laughs> watch but, that first. I, I gotta say the, uh, the stop motion creature stuff was great. <laughs> the little, little rat creature thing or yes. whatever it was. And they stomp on like the, oh, that was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> But uh, well, oh, and just... go watch the Angry Red Planet next time first, and and you'll see that's that seventh planet gem in the rough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I did just want to make mention I did okay. watch that yeah. movie then. So. Okay, yeah. yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought it was interesting yeah. how like they, they they were trying to get seduced, and yes. the guy was like, "Yeah, baby, I'll meet you." Yeah, five minutes, and then he goes into a ship, and he's like, "Yeah, this this this." This shit tried to seduce me. I'm not going out there. <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh, totally, but, I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. With the acting, oh, like all of those guys were just like the worst kind of '50s actors, uh, <laughs> which which added to the uh, the fun of the movie, I guess. And it yeah. was like you said, an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, um, painless, so, painless. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, go watch Angry Red Planet. Let me know what yeah. you think of that one. Maybe you'll love it. <laughs> what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> As always, you can get a hold of us at moviefreakspod at yahoo.com with any comments, questions, movies you want us to review. We will dive on those cinematic grenades so you don't have to. Please also visit our friends Cinema Sidekicks and Cinema Soft Underbelly on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Eric Warner. And I'm Eugene Weaver. Bye. Thank you.